What's up, y'all, and welcome to Marley the Podcast, where I use over a decade of experience in the health and fitness space to help you find what's gold and what's old so you can achieve all your health goals seamlessly. I am still riding an absolute high from being in Dallas last week for the coaching conference with my business mentor and coach, and then so many other mentors and strategists and fitness and health coaches just like myself. It was one of the most transcending experiences. And a lot of these people I have only met online through Instagram specifically. So it was really awesome to be able to meet them in person and be able to put a personality and a face to the name and being in a room full of people that are both inspiring and kind of scare the shit out of you because you're like, oh my God, this is who I aspire to be. This is who I want to be. And hearing their stories of how they started out and what their journeys looked like was something that was really transformative because oftentimes we hold people up on a pedestal and we think, oh my gosh, I could never reach that level. But then hearing these seven, eight speakers in the conference talk about their journey and where they started and how they started really gives hope because you truly realize that they are just like you but they have taken steps that are scary and that they were afraid to do at the time that led to where they are now. And I wanted to talk about each speaker individually and some takeaways. They were also different in what they talked about. And there were a lot of really great chunks of information and knowledge. And there was something to be learned from every specific person. And this is something that I just wanna share with you because I really wish you could have been there to hear every single thing they had to say. The first speaker of the conference started out with an absolute bang. Her name is Tamasha Suber. She's a business coach, she's a strategist, and she wanted to talk about her own story of how she got laid off five years ago. And from being laid off five years ago, she has built a business that is multi six figures, which a lot of us, take those instances and think, I will never amount to anything. I will never become who I want to be. And you use that moment to keep you stuck and almost play the victim. But it was awesome for her to talk about what self-leadership is in terms of being adaptable, leading by example, taking risks and also managing risks and seeing what is appropriate for your vision. And then also having clarity in decision-making. A huge one, which I know is not my strongest suit, is numbers. Learning from the numbers, what's working, what's not working. It's data. And I know I help my clients realize this too, is that the numbers are just data. How can we learn from them? How can we make this journey better? Have our ability to succeed go up by evaluating these numbers, right? But it was awesome to really be able to hear her story of how she now does retreats and how something like this used to scare the absolute crap out of her because she wasn't sure 
how she was going to make this work, why people would show up for her. But sharing her own strategic vision, being herself was a huge component of this because her vision is what's ultimately going to attract people that support her, believe in her potential, and want to be part of that same movement. So that was exactly what I took from hers. And then the second speakers we had were Sean and Amanda Hanquist, and they are both financial planners, especially for coaches and fitness professionals like myself. A lot of us are 1099, and if you are self-employed, you can relate to this wholeheartedly. You make a certain amount of money, but it's not like a company where you already have a 401k that you are putting money into that the company is matching. So you see that you're making X amount of dollars, but what are you doing to set yourself up for the future so that way you don't have to work for the rest of your lives? And this is something that was huge because a story that really hit home and I thought that a lot of us could relate to in the room was Sean mentioned that his grandparents had retired and him and his parents were now taking care of every single expense for his grandparents because they had not planned ahead enough to set themselves up for retirement and not just retirement, but you have to think that with inflation, the retirement money you're getting from the government may not be enough to supplement your income and your lifestyle. So now his grandparents were older, not working, but also could not financially support themselves. So that put the burden on the rest of the family, which financial stress is a huge, huge, huge thing. So him talking about what your revenue looks like, what your percentage should be going into savings and going into different investments, really diving into how you can better set yourself up for the future and not fall behind was huge because a lot of us, like to live in the moment. And you don't want to think about that, right? You don't want to think about, oh, when I'm 65 and I don't want to work anymore, what's going to happen then? So that was something that I felt was (laughs) immensely necessary for everyone. And then the third speaker of that day was Lauren Conlon. So she is a coach and educator, and she really wanted to hit home on being able to navigate certain sticking points with clients and be able to increase their results and increase their experience, right? So she touched base on the fact that a lot of us come from a really rigid background in terms of nutrition. And sometimes that being rigid is a lot easier than being able to have that flexibility because when being rigid You don't have to think about how you navigate those other situations. But then if this is your mindset, life is always going to happen. There's always going to be holidays and birthdays and happy hours. So her main touch points, we're talking about teaching moderation and how it's useful for all these different life events, especially because this is something that clients struggle with most. And I know that I've seen this firsthand as well. So she talks about what dieting flexibly looks like, how to set up the foundation and knowledge tracking macros, being able to intuitively eat, which I created a post about this not too long ago in my own journey because I went from an eating disorder to learning knowledge and habits around nutrition to tracking macros to intuitively eating. And none of that would have been possible if I skipped the first couple steps. It was huge to touch base on what actually needs to happen to get clients to that point 
Also how to manage stressors because we cannot control stressors, but how we can manage them, especially when it comes to our mindset. If you think about shifting stress perceptions, some of us view stress as a positive. You're like, okay, this is stressful, but I'm gonna get through it. And then some of us on the other hand, view stress as a negative and we get almost paralyzed by that stress and it sets us back a couple steps or more. So being able to work through that stress perception and helping shift that with grounding practices is a huge hack. So this can be walking, journaling, meditating, sauna, cold plunge, all these different things, right? Her approach is not just about nutrition and not just about exercise. It's about establishing longevity, being able to support clients in all facets, and then also helping them work through all of these different mindsets throughout the different phases because a lot of times what I see and why certain people are more successful than others is based on their mindset alone. They might not have the best tools in their arsenal. They may not be the most educated, but they are letting themselves adapt and learn and grow. And that is a huge piece of the puzzle. And then the next speaker that went up was Will Webb. This is actually my business coach's coach. He wanted to touch base on AI and how to effectively use AI to make your workload lesser. And I'm not saying to completely offload everything to AI, but how can you utilize AI in different facets of business? And you can take this into other facets of your life too, right? You can use this for other different areas as well because they have things like uploading transcripts using AI. They have things like different photo editors, right? And you can even translate into all of these different languages. So depending on what you do, you can really utilize AI and all their tools to make your business and your day more productive. I don't know about you, but I am still slightly skeptical about AI. I'm like, uh, I don't want to hand over all my control. I don't want the internet to know everything in my life, right? I don't want it to create things that I could do. But I do see where there is a really good use for AI and how we can implement it in ways that help us be more productive. And then someone who was my unexpected favorite from the weekend was Enrico Incarnati. He is a social media strategist. He helps business owners and people like myself with content, but his biggest piece that I took away was all about narrative. So if you have a specific narrative, and that narrative gets reflected in your work or say your health and fitness journey. Your results are dictated by that narrative. If you say, oh, I could never lose weight. I've never been able to lose weight. And then you get lazy with the habits that you could do to lose weight. And then you don't actually do lose weight. And then that reinforces the narrative that you are not meant to lose weight. So if you see what I'm saying, it is a lot to do with mindset. He talked about his personal story and his family were immigrants from Italy. His dad wanted him to be a doctor and he was at school to be a doctor. He was in the program and he realized that he wasn't happy and he was doing this to make other people happy. But at the end of the day, he ultimately needed to do something that made himself happy. So he switched his major. He had no idea what he was going to do. He disappointed his father. He mentioned how their relationship was very rocky for quite a few years. 
And he actually attempted to commit suicide because he felt like he didn't have a purpose and he was letting everyone in his life down. And it was one quote by Gary Vee that set it off for him. And ever since then, he has done the hard shit. He has done the scary shit. The stuff that you say you want to do, but you're too scared to just take that leap and go for it. And now years later, he's a social media strategist. He works with six and seven figure coaches, just like me, and helps them reach their full potential on social media, which is freaking awesome. But if he would have stuck to being a doctor, would he have the same passion as he does today? Probably not. And then the next speaker is someone I have looked up to for so many years now. So it was a Very much a pinch me moment to have him at the conference. Before the conference, I actually thought in my mind, because we had no idea who the speakers were going to be, our coach didn't tell us. And I was like, gosh, I really hope Sam Miller is one of them because he's been someone I've looked up to for a while now. He is really big in the functional nutrition and metabolism space in terms of coaching. He has awesome podcasts to learn from. His program about functional nutrition is killer. But he wanted to talk about how he started and how he first was training clients in the gym and how he used his story to help other people who had a similar story and similar narrative. Because back in the day, there was not a whole whole lot of information about how to build muscle while also making sure that you're taking care of your body from a functional perspective, taking care of your metabolism. It was a lot of different crash diets. It was a lot of fad diets. And we still see a lot of that today. He wanted to make sure that his purpose was so much bigger than just the way you look. It was so much more than that. And it really had to do with how you felt. I loved the way he talked about how he navigated his journey and how you don't always know what you're doing at first and that's okay. And then the last speaker, which I learned, I learned so much from Jason Theobald. He is a functional nutritionist. He owns all these different supplement companies, new ethics. He has some clinics in California and his main goal was to discuss PCOS in its entirety and the different kinds of PCOS, because this is something I see so many clients struggle with. And I know all the other coaches in the room have seen at least one of their own clients have PCOS. And he talked about how to navigate this based on the different kinds of PCOS that they had, what the protocols looked like on how to apply it. Because just learning about PCOS by itself is not as transformative as learning about how to apply it. He wanted to talk about how lifestyle factors took such a big role in being able to make PCOS almost dormant. You're never gonna make it non-existent. PCOS is not one of those things that just goes away, but you can make it very manageable, mainly just by changing lifestyle factors and not needing medication at all. This has a lot to do with rest and de-stress. And I know a lot of people don't wanna hear this because you're like, wait, I have to pull back on training. And this means no hit, more steps, getting more sleep, getting to bed earlier, having a good relaxation protocol before bed. No rushing to work. So starting the day with a walk and breakfast, leaving your phone until it's time for work. Because I know so many of us can relate to this. You wake up, the first thing you do is grab your phone, start working, you drive to work, you get frustrated by traffic. Your parasympathetic nervous system is just 
super heightened, right? So doing all of these lifestyle type factors in order to reduce that can help PCOS tremendously. And then he went into what a flush protocol is. So helping to reduce inflammation. And then after the flush protocol, feed up, changing nutrition, and if necessary, adding in supplements based on the specific type of PCOS somebody has. This was probably one of my favorites because I know that I have talked to so many women who view PCOS as a life sentence, as almost a death sentence, right? You take that identity of, oh my God, I have PCOS. And this is now who you are. But I just want to give you hope that just because you have PCOS or just because you have any of these other things going on, that doesn't mean that's who you are or that's who you have to be. That's a very small sliver of your identity. Very, very small. And speaking of identity, when you think about all these different speakers and everything that they had to offer, it was all based on their own life experiences and it led to who they are now, but it's not because they let experiences and factors that happen define who they could be. They use those to help shape them and give them advantages that could have been seen as disadvantages. And that was my favorite part and the biggest takeaway I had from every single person and even the other coaches I met. Every coach I met had their own individual story and it showed in the way that they coached other people, which was a beautiful thing because being fueled by that kind of passion and being a problem solver based on what you have gone through is something that we can all do in different areas of our life. So I really hope that you surround yourself with people who both encourage you, support you, kind of scare the shit out of you in some ways, because the bigger you dream, the bigger visions you have, you can achieve it all. And that is the most beautiful thing. Make sure to hit subscribe if you haven't already and head on over to my Instagram at Marley Rosano to check out even more helpful content.